You're listening to the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast with Chris and Garrett. Hello, and welcome to the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast, Episode 16, A Source of Unspeakable Power. I'm Chris, and tonight Garrett and I are revisiting what has to be one of my all-time favorites from the 1980s. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark. This month marks the 40th anniversary of this action-adventure classic, so Garrett and I are thrilled that we can celebrate this special occasion on this podcast. Raiders began as an idea George Lucas had after finishing his 1973 film American Graffiti. Lucas spotted a movie poster that reminded him of the serial action films he enjoyed as a kid, such as Buck Rogers and Zorro's Fighting Legion. Lucas wanted to make a film based on those types of action adventures, which he tentatively named The Adventures of Indiana Smith. Lucas was also working on a space opera idea at the time, something that would become a little thing called Star Wars. It wasn't until 1977 when Lucas was vacationing slash hiding out in Hawaii, waiting for the negative publicity he feared he would get for Star Wars. How wrong he was, but during that trip, he and fellow filmmaker Steven Spielberg began talking about their next ideas for movies. Lucas brought up his idea of an adventurer who was also an archaeologist, while Spielberg mentioned his desire to direct a James Bond movie. Soon after, the two partnered with, at the time, new screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan to come up with a script about Indiana Jones, not Smith. Spielberg apparently hated the name and thought it would remind audiences of Steve McQueen's Nevada Smith. Much has been written about the casting of the lead character, Indiana Jones. Tom Selleck was originally hired, but contractual commitments to his TV show, Magnum P.I., prevented him from starring in the movie. Other actors, including Tim Matheson, Peter Coyote, and Jeff Bridges, to name a few, were considered for the role, before Spielberg settled on Harrison Ford after seeing his performance as Han Solo in The Empire Strikes Back. So, grab your legally purchased copy and join us as we watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I, uh, this whole week getting ready for, for this movie, um, brought back a lot of memories <laughs> and the, 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 especially when, you know, with the Instagram posts, uh, for the podcast account, uh, you know, was pulling up video games and, and the comic book adaptation and that alone brought back a ton of memories, um, of my experience with, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones in general. I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but I did not see the movie when it came out in theaters. Yeah, I was I, when I read that in your post, I was kind of like, what? I'm yeah. Like, so just to provide a little bit of backstory, because I did get a couple of people. Um, basically, growing up, I had uh, my mom was Southern Baptist and my dad was Pentecostal. He grew up Pentecostal. And at that point, when I was, you know, right about the time this movie came out, you know, it was 10 going on 11, we were 
going to this Pentecostal church and they had very strict rules about, they looked down upon, you know, going to movies and, you know, doing things that were worldly, quote unquote. And my dad just bought into it hook, line and sinker. And so uh, there were a lot of movies from our childhood that I didn't get to see in the theaters. I got to see Star Wars and I got to see Empire Strikes Back, but that was because we were on vacation. We were out of town. And so I think my <laughs> dad and his Pentecostal hypocrisy or whatever you want to call it was like, well, it's okay if we're out of town and nobody sees us, but if somebody saw us, you know, then, which when I, when I'm sitting here, I was telling folks about this and I was sharing this with Lauren and the boys, you know, they just kind of look at me like, what? But it's, and I, I kind of think back on, it, I'm like, yeah, what? It's just so weird. But Raiders of the Lost Ark was a movie that I tried. I tried everything. And, and I think my mom was sympathetic. I think my mom wanted to take me to see it or wanted you know, me to be able to go, but it just never happened. So everybody, and when I say everybody, I mean, everybody I knew, people on the street, you, everybody, <laughs> you're like, hey, everybody. Seen- had seen it. And in fact, some friends that I had, you know, like Rob Stanley, for, for example, I think he saw it like two or three times, if I remember Because it was in a theater for like right. over a year. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was in the theaters for, and I remember it was playing at Northgate Mall at the movie theater there. And I remember just anything about Raiders. I just ate it up because I couldn't see the movie, you know, because my dad wouldn't allow me to go. Right. So anything on television, the comic book adaptation, the novelization, the picture storybooks, anything and everything I would just grab up. And I even remember the local news doing a story about the fact that Raiders had played for so long in the theaters and they interviewed the manager at Northgate Mall and they just for a second showed the movie playing in the theater. And I just remember like seeing that just, it was that one image of Harrison Ford when he's like so talking kind of. with Sala, and I just was like, so, um, so I didn't get to see it in the theaters. Bottom line, but the comic book adaptation is what got me through. <laughs> I had every single issue of it, and I must have read those comics again and again and again to the point that when I finally saw it, when it came to cable, in fact, when it came first came to HBO. You know, because apparently it was okay to watch the movies inside your house, but not God forbid <laughs> yeah. go to a movie theater. That's um, right. So what was interesting, and uh, you know, I, I had read those comics so many times. So the comics were put together um, sometime before the movie was released, or certainly before the the film was like finished, like fully edited and ready to go. So. The comic book adaptation, I think, was based on one of the last screenplay drafts. And so there are scenes that are in the comic book adaptation that did not make it into the movie. Um, there's a couple. One is at the beginning when Indy and those guys are making their way to the temple. Um, there was some extra scenes there. Uh, a little bit of more dialogue um, before that guy pulls the gun on him. Um, and then also... The scene where um, the Nazis have the Ark and they have Marion and they're on the submarine and Indy, like 
is able to get from the boat on top of the submarine, but then it kind of just cuts to the Nazis arriving where they're going to open the ark. Well, there was a whole scene in the comic book adaptation where Indy has to take his whip and tie it around himself around the periscope and cling to the periscope and, and basically hoping and praying that the thing doesn't lower and he drowns. So there was a whole scene there. I found out later on the re that was shot, but they cut it because they felt like Spielberg felt like it didn't look that great. So he decided to cut it. So anyway, there were all these great scenes that I was fully waiting for and they didn't show up. And I was like, what, what's going on? You know, but, uh, but anyway, those comic books were um, really, really good. And um you know, it's like, thank God for him, because without them, I would have been like, I don't know what's going to happen. Please give me something. You know, but then the the popularity of those comics was so great that they spun off. They created an original series, The Further Adventures of Indiana Jones. It was didn't last long. I think it, it lasted maybe a year or two. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't look it up, but but the first few issues of it were so good because it was more adventures with him. I and mean, this was well before Temple of Doom and Last Crusade and, and so on. But right. um, in, the, in the games, you know, that came later, those early issues, I was definitely at that age, I was a diehard Indiana Jones fan. So, so yeah, so I'm really excited about this, but it's, I'm still struggling to comprehend the fact that it's the 40th anniversary in a week or so. I know, dude. <laughs> um, me too. Um, I took I took Dylan to see this. I think it was it must have been back in early December. I'm guessing so. It's before he turned. He wasn't he wasn't quite eight, maybe, or mm-hmm. did he just turn eight? I don't remember. I remember. I saw that. it just recently. Yeah, I remember that. Remember I, you telling I, me about that. I mean, I, I think I made a post on. I think I made a post on Instagram. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I did. And I remember uh, thinking, like, I wonder how he did because I know the movie has got some pretty intense scenes in it. Yes, it does. And that's the thing I was thinking about that I was just like may, maybe a little bit older than he was, maybe a year older than him, but not by much. And I'm going and that's and, and that's kind of what I'm thinking about. It's like because like I saw all these movies. You know, like mom and dad took me to see one of them would take me, if not both, would take me to go see, you know, like we were. I pay, it's kind of hard to think about my parents now being so big in movies, but they one time they really were. And so, like, I mean, I remember at Northgate Mall seeing, I remember seeing E.T. there. I mean, for some reason, I remember seeing The Long Ranger there. <laughs> I don't know why that one sticks in my head. It's just how bad, I don't know. But, um, I mean, like, War Games. I mean, I think about, I mean, I, but I remember seeing Superman, maybe not there, but I, I mean, but I was thinking about the movies I saw, but I mean, we, I mean, I saw Star Wars at the theater, Empire, you know, so it's kind of like, but this is, but this movie here is like got such more of a, you know, there's some scenes there that probably are, are not really for children. And yeah. Uh, and, and I did, and like I said, it's like, but, uh, but he, I mean, he handled it really well. Well, you know, watching it now, it's so tame by today's standards. Some of the gore in it is a little fakey looking. And it kind of lends to the comic book sensibility of it. Because, I mean, even though I know the whole inspiration behind these movies were from the old serials that used to come on before the movies, all those action-oriented ones. 
which I love those things, man. I, I, I oh, love yeah. seeing old, old stuff like that. I love seeing those. I love those things. To me, this whole series is kind of a love letter to those things because there's a lot of action, there's adventure, there's romance, there's, you've got a character who is tough, but he's not Superman, right? You know, I mean, he can, he can get hurt and that he always tries to do the right thing. Like, or he's always kind of motivated by this kind of sense of right and wrong. You know, as I was thinking about this movie, thinking about Harrison Ford and just, you know, playing Indiana Jones. And then also, you know, reading about who could have wound up playing uh, Indiana Jones. It's just, I think he did such a great job of embodying all those qualities in the character where he's smart, he's tough, he's, you know, a professor. So he's a, he's a brilliant, he has a very brilliant mind about archaeology and, and all these things. I think pays homage to those serials, but at the same time, it's like something new. There were so many elements where I saw, yeah, like most action movies that have followed owe some debt of gratitude to Raiders of the Lost Ark because there's just there's just certain elements, whether it's the hero or the suspense, where it's like just constantly ratcheting up and up and up until until that sequence ends. I found the I found my post. It was from yeah. so it's in early November, like November. It's like, um, was like it November, uh, November. No, this is 20. This is just okay. past year. Yeah, November 10th. I mean, it was at the Graham Theater. Um, so I said, I tell my youngest son to see the 80s classic, Rose Lost Ark. So I was I was eight when it was released, and he will be eight in a couple months. And he, he turns like he turned eight in the in the in the December. I love that. I and love I that. said, I and I said, I don't think he enjoyed it as much as eight-year-old me. <laughs> And he thought it should have been a PG-13 with the kissing. And then I put, and then I said, didn't say, he didn't say a word about people's faces melting or guys getting killed in a tomb in a jungle. But he did think it was very cool that Han Solo was in it. So that was his, that was his take on it. That was, That's awesome. But I mean, yeah. that was, that was his take. He, he thought because of the kissing, it should have been a PG-13. But like I said, not to not to violence or any kind of gore of any kind that may may have scared a scared a seven year old. Nope. So Dylan mentioned that you know Han Solo. Yep. So what's interesting about that is, so in the casting, uh, you know Tom Selleck had it. They offered it to him, and he accepted. Uh, of course, CBS had other ideas, <laughs> and so he wasn't able to to do it. And so they they were lots of screen tests, lots of auditions. Around that time, Spielberg saw Harrison Ford in The Empire Strikes Back. And he was like, that's our guy. And apparently Lucas was kind of like, well, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't want him being associated just with just my movies. But Spielberg persisted in. in well, so, yeah, I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't argue with it. I mean, yeah, but there is a part of me that's kind of like, we've talked about this with Eric Stoltz and Back to the Future, like, you know, it's a parallel universe where Tom Selleck was Indiana Jones and he actually wound up being, you know, that, that universe is Harrison Ford that he just, right. because this movie Raiders of the Lost Ark is really what cat- catapulted him to his, well, he's, you know, I mean, he's the, he's the, he's the, star, he's the star. He's the yeah. hero. I mean, he's, and he's not, I mean, he's, but he's one of an ensemble with Star Wars. I mean, he and he is awesome in that. I mean, it's not like he's got oh, yeah. a minor role. It's 
He's got a very major role, but it's a, still an ensemble cast. This is more like this is this, you know, he is Indiana Jones. He's, you know, I mean, not right the first art, it's the first one, but I mean he's the he's he's the he's the guy. So I could see I see that yes. I see that this is I think Selleck would have been great, but I'm glad it was Harrison Ford. Oh, I mean, we you can't know. like I said, we can't argue with, with mm-hmm. what the results. You know, there are but some interesting too bad though. It was too bad that we don't have like they didn't have something like kind of like with Eric Stoltz where they filmed part of the movie. Yeah. I would have loved this. I mean, I know you you posted something about like some screen tests or screenshots mm-hmm. or whatever, but I really would have loved to see him, uh, you know. Yeah. In, the in, only screen uh, test that I saw was him and Sean Young. But well, anyway, I think he he kind of he went on to have a great career of his own. Yes, he did. He it's not like the, he is. Well, you about ready to uh, get this started? Man. I'm at zero, zero, zero. Okay, I am too. So, all right. So for everyone who has joined us for this 40th anniversary movie commentary celebration of Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. make sure you have your legally acquired copy of the movie. And I'm going to count us down. So let's kick this off. Um, we'll start Raiders of the Lost Ark in three Two, one, play. A Paramount pitcher. Gulf Western Company. That little trick of it fading into the real mountain. So I read that this was actually something that Spielberg did with his movies when he was a kid. And it's kind of a throwback to that. That iconic silhouette. Mm-hmm. If I haven't said this already, I love this movie. <laughs> There's like just everything about it, just the, the look of it, the way it's shot. The, and I've seen this. I didn't mention this um, before, but I finally did get to see it in the movie theaters. You were talking about how you took Dylan. Uh, I got to see it at the Carolina Theater in uh, the late 90s. They had a copy of it. They showed one weekend. So I went to the theater and finally got to see it on the big screen. Like, yes. Yep. And it did not disappoint. It was it was awesome. I was surprised. I haven't really heard if it's going to be playing in theaters for the for the anniversary. If it is, I definitely ought to look into trying to get it. Catch up. Oh, there's okay. John Williams music. Yeah, we have, we, we have, we, oh, should yeah. mention, we should give little absolutely. I mean, I mean, he oh. did everything. I mean, he did Superman, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Star Wars. I mean, this is, he is, yep. his, his music is basically the soundtrack of my movie going experience in my childhood. All right. Well, I guess him and Bill Conti, but. I mean, you can think about, you know, Rocky. I, right I don't, uh, yeah, that's true. But I still, I think. John has an outnumbered a little. Oh, oh, yes, he, yes, he does. I mean, these are. So Philip Kaufman um, was a friend of George Lucas's. He's a director and a screenwriter in his own right. And he was the one who actually came up with the idea of the Ark of the Covenant as being the centerpiece of the movie. I love how they don't show his face. Oh, yeah. Keep... You know, up until the that that moment where he steps out of the shadows. So. So if that's the case, then my theory is that that this the reason they did that. <laughs> that's Tom Selleck. 
Tom Selleck all the way up until this point. They said, okay, now we're... The guy there on the left, that's Alfred Molina. He played Doc Ock in Spider-Man 2 with Tony yes. I did. I, yes. I read that. I was like... Alfred Molina, who's a British actor. I just find it so funny. It's like, all this time I thought he was like a South American, American actor 19, or something. In 1936. Yep. One year before my dad was born and... Wow. Which kind of gives you the the context about my dad's like 80 something years old. Um, do the math. Uh, but, and the, but also I think this was filmed and actually filmed in Hawaii. It was. That's right. Not, not South America. No. Uh oh. Little twitch of the head. Yeah. Here's the shot. Yep. There he is. That's the man right there. Oh, so supposedly the guy he just, hold on. The, yeah. That guy shows up later as another kid. Somebody, hold on. I read something I read earlier. And there's a couple, a couple scenes that, like, one guy shows up later as, another, as a different character. And then the guy that he, the guy at, from, the, from the plane scene shows up in another movie, another Indiana Jones movie. Oh. The guy, is that correct? Yeah, it's so why when you look at this, it's yeah, look at Doc Ock. Oh, now, now I did it. Now, part of this movie was filmed in London, right? Am I correct? Yep. yep. Just like the great. In fact, I think this whole temple scene was on a soundstage, like in, in London, is what I'm at, or in England. I've seen this scene so many times now, but I never get tired of it. This is like one of, this is like almost a perfect opening sequence for an action adventure film. Well, I thought this was filmed down at, at MGM Studios at, 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 at Disney World. Well, yeah, they, they built the park around it. Yeah, they just did a build all around it. This was all there. Because I saw the stunt show like probably, you know, a dozen times now, so. I just love how chill he is. He's just like, yeah, I'd be God, I hate spiders. I can deal with spiders, but I'm like Andy. I hate snakes. Can't yeah, they, hey, I can make deal with spiders, but yeah, not I, those. I cannot stand snakes. I think that might be another reason why I also really, you know, kind of gravitated to Indiana Jones. It's like he hates the same thing I do. Ugh, that little sound as it's like <laughs> that his, his his fingers in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great scene right there to kind of show you try to show you the how huh. deep that you know, I mentioned the comic book. I also read the novelization and uh, I, I loved it. It just, I mean, even reading this, it just had me on the edge of my seat. 
So apparently this set, there was a lot of things that either they didn't do or just got cut out. So apparently the eyes of the idol follow Indy. Like there's apparently when he's walking kind of around to it, it's like its eyes were moving, kind of following him. But they cut that out. But if you look at the close-up of the idol, it does look like it has, you know, eyes that could have moved. <laughs> Love it. I was trying to find pictures from that. My mom took pictures of me and Amy the Halloween after this came out. I dressed up as Indiana Jones and I was so proud. I had like the khaki pants and an old pair of dress shoes that, you know, kind of like leather patent shoes. I didn't have the leather jacket, unfortunately, but I did have the shoulder bag and the khaki shirt and the hat. That'd be that'd be a cool picture if you could find that. That'd be awesome. I, I tried finding it. Well, when you do, you it's need probably, to put. Hey, yeah, you still got some time before that national anniversary date. Yeah, I got a feeling it's probably at my mom's. I'll have to ask her. Yeah, see the eyes. Those were supposed to move. Like look up at him. But that they abandoned it or cut it. <laughs> well, that was easy. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> He's out running the darts. I love how they just zip behind him. Yeah. No time to argue. Throw me the whip. Double crosser. I remember reading this particular part in the novelization and I was like on the edge of my seat reading it. It's like that. It's like that wall should be closed by now. Yeah, but get it. I love that. That he pulls this. Like that was. And this is kind of stuff that I. I mean, I really like. I don't remember. That's what you get for taking my idol. Yeah. Uh, but this is kind of stuff I remember as a kid. Even I just still remember. You know how cool that was. Yeah. And it still Spiel, is. But, so Spielberg and I Ford do this scene 10, 10 or 12 times. Like he literally, it was him trying to outrun the boulder and the boulder weighed about 300 pounds. Made him shoot it 10 times where they got it right. a pretty remarkable face plant for an actor mm -hmm. such a great villain
Hakuna Matata. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> love it. Such a great villain. This kind of reminds me here of like a little bit of uh, when MacGyver used to be. Who was his? Who was his partner? Oh, I don't remember. You know, but they. I think got wives and MacGyver stuck. Kind of. I think they kind of got that chemistry. Yeah. Uh, kind of there. Just a little bit about how. There's the theme, man. There it is. So good. Again, that's Tom Selleck. That's who was in the water and getting it. I'm gonna have people believing that that's oh oh snake. I love how these girls were just like, oh. What her outlet say? This is love you. Uh, I love you. Women still love him. This is what I love though. What this scene right here. They're all leaving him notes and and then Oh, it's coming up. The last dude, it's a guy. He puts an apple on the table, walks out. It's like even the guys like him.
What snack have you got? I'm trying for the first time the ultimate peanut butter lovers. Peanut butter on top of peanut butter. Well, we must have gotten the memo because I'm doing peanut butter M&Ms. I almost went with Reese's Pieces just out of just out of respect for Spielberg. I know. I was close. Take it too long. That was true. He was obsessed with the occult. I remember when I saw the first trailer for this, I thought, is this a Bible movie? <laughs> Because see, Dad, they showed this scene and then they showed the arc, and I was like, because you know, I knew the story, and I was like, I think this is a Bible movie. Or yeah, they're peeling to the. Those those PH dads who weren't letting their kids go to the movies. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, this is this is part Sunday school lesson, part action movie. Okay. That's right. You know, actually, this movie did inspire me to read in the Bible, to read about everything that's said about the Ark of the Covenant. Let's see. That's good. I mean... Even that story about the poor guy who when they were transporting it, 
it started to slide and he put his hand up to hold it, keep it from falling and it yep. killed him. <laughs> he died touching it. Good. Exactly. Right here in this cool old this book I just happened to have. Yes. Kind of bookmarked. I love that theme playing in the background, the arc theme. Oh, that's where I used a highlighter. Yeah, I was playing with, you know, helps me doing. from my stress. A color, I do color for adults. Here's an alien ship I drew in the background. And Bigfoot over here, too. Indy's got a sweet ride. Oh, there's this is some great classic cars. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, that wasn't Indy's car. That was. Which makes more sense that he drives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see you.
He's going to be so jet lagged. <laughs> so let me just go ahead and state Karen Allen is really salty in this movie, but I love her. She has the most beautiful eyes. she can hold her liquor. Yep. Love that guy's hand. He's like, he's trying to find it. <laughs> I never get tired of that. It makes me no. laugh every time. No, I work. I have a lot of I have a lot of Indian students, uh, who who worked over the years at Duke with me, and uh-huh. currently, and that's just so like being like in Nepal, like looking that up is like it's not far. Yeah, like, you know that's in that's in their neck of the woods, as we would say here in the South. Great silhouette. Yeah, I like that. That's. She is, she's not like your typical Hollywood beauty, but she's just. Colcock. It's quite a hook she's got. Oh, you know where it is. I could find it really quick. Three thousand bucks in nineteen thirty-six. 
I mean, that's got to be a fortune. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, she couldn't remember if she was wearing it. But it is an oddly big piece to be just wearing around your yeah. neck as well. It just doesn't. That's the only thing I think about that seems odd now is watching it as an yeah. adult, not a. Like it's like wearing a hubcap around your neck. Exactly. <laughs> kind of, like Flavor Flav would be putting that thing. Yeah, on. Be like, that's right. Uh, one of the best villains, along with Belloc. Everything. I'm not thirsty. Going by to Karen Allen, I think her voice like sounds a lot like is it I can't if I'm pronouncing this correct, but Taya Lanoli, Lanoli, how you say it? Taya Leone. Taya Leone, how you say it? Taya Leone. Taya Leone, yeah. I think their voices sound very familiar. It's like when yeah, it's I, a real I smoky, was here, real yeah, like when I heard her husky. talk, I'm like, it reminds me of the family, uh, uh, the family man with Nicolas Cage. That's mm -hmm. what I was like. <laughs> Your fire is dying. <laughs> Here, Mac. That time has passed. Yes, I know you will. Yeah. Yep. Let her go. His gun is so loud. <laughs> I mean, it's louder than the machine guns.
And that was <laughs> Oh Whiskey. Oh, here it comes. Whiskey. Shoot them, shoot them both. What? There it is, precious. <laughs> Kool-Aid. <laughs> and she was smart enough to use something else other than her bare hand. Mm She's she holds all the cards. Yep. So we're, we're gonna fly over India. We're not going to it. We're gonna John Reese Davy. Is it John Reese Davies? I think is his name. Plays uh Sala, let's see. Yep, John Reese Davies. I like him. Yeah, he's a great actor. This was the scene that was in that local news story. You know, she definitely, like, Karen Allen definitely has that kind of 1930s vibe. Like, yeah, 1930s was... beauty. So, apparently, when they were shooting in Egypt, actually, they're, they're not in Egypt. Um, they shot this in uh, Tunisia, I think. They, about 150 crew members and some of the cast got dysentery from the food and water. Spielberg didn't get sick because he had all of his food and water brought in from England. But, and Ford got sick. He, he got sick with dysentery.
Ooh, there's still some Nazi skin on this. <laughs> he looks so young in this. He, the voice of reason it concerns me <laughs> some things are not meant to be disturbed yeah I made a deal with Lauren a while back I told her if, if I got on a diet got in shape and got, lost some weight for Halloween if we both did it together for Halloween I wanted to dress up as India I wanted her to dress up as Marion in this outfit <laughs> And what does she say to that? She's like, you lose the weight. She's like, I'll, I'll. <laughs> she, <laughs> she said, I'll put on a, a wooden barrel. Well, hey, if you're if you're doing if you're doing that, you might as well do the uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> say, go for it, Lauren. We'll go out in public for that day. Hey, if I'll tell you what, get. If you can, hey, if you can, if you can, if she can rock the gold bikini. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't, that's you know, the dude. I know it's that's, not, hey, it's not hey, the most modest thing, but if listen, you, if that's, you can do isn't it, that the dude? Isn't that the dude that, uh, the, the one with the monkey? Not him, the one that they were just showing with the eye patch. I think that's the dude yes, that's in the jungle. That's the dude. The one, I, yes, that was him. Apparently, the uh, monkey trainer to get the monkey to do the Heil Hitler, like, had to hit him on the head. <laughs> Apparently, like this was before PETA. Apparently, that trainer was physically abusive to the monkey to get him to do stuff. Well, no wonder he's a mean monkey. Yeah, exactly. No wonder he's a Nazi monkey. Yeah, this was the getup that I had for Halloween. And also had a handgun. Just throws her down. Yep. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. I love this. I love this. That sound effect and fall it out. She's awesome in this movie. She's such a great female lead. Wow, smart. Yep. She is, man. She's she's tough. Smart and tough. Dumb monkey. 
So you know the story about this upcoming scene, right? Oh, kind of like ad-lib? Well, it's because he had dysentery. He had major diarrhea action going on, apparently. And there was supposed to be this whole choreographed fight scene. And Ford just wasn't up to it. He said, what if I just shoot him? <laughs> they were like, all right, let's do it. The poor guy, the swordsman, he had trained for like weeks for the fight scene just to be told he's going to shoot you. He's like, really? It's, but it gets one of the best laughs. I mean, it's just. Yeah. That's almost as that's almost as classic as the boulder going, you know, being chased by it. I mean, really, it's just that's what this. It's one of the things you. It's iconic. You think of of, is that scene. How old was uh, Ford when he did this movie? Do you remember? I do not. I have to look that up. You see in his early 40s, maybe? Late 30s, early 40s? He had been like 39, 38 when it was filmed. 39 was released. Okay. So I was close. Yeah. Marion. Marion. Now, sometimes I think when I when I look at old some old, some movies that from our childhood when. Sometimes I think they don't, they look older than what they do, but I don't think he looks for, I think he looks, I think he looks younger than 40 there. I mean, yeah, I know he's, I I mean, he was younger than 40, he's 38, yeah. but you know, so my point is, yeah. I don't think he looks. I mean, he could easily be 34, 33, oh, yeah. 34, yeah. 35. I mean, somebody a while back mentioned, floated the name Chris Pratt to play Indiana Jones. And I'm like, well, he'd be the right age. I mean, it's right about the time. I mean, close to it, at least. Oh, I think he's, I mean, yeah. I think, I think Chris would be good. Oh, he'd be great. He's got the the wit to be, yeah. to be funny enough and yeah. I mean, he's the best thing about those. Uh... Sorry, it's been a long week. Um, the movie is really good. It's not because of the movie, because I'm just tired. Uh, but the Jurassic, but the Jurassic Park movies, I think he's the best thing about it. It's oh, absolutely. Like, um, so, yes, I could see his. I mean, he kind of, do... I mean, like to me, I think he already kind of does a Indiana kind of type of yeah. take on how he goes about those. 
And so, <laughs> so um, Stephen King saw this and got that. He said, I, I really want to look like that when I direct Maximum Overdrive. I want to have this look. So he stole it from the villain and <laughs> used it in his cameo appearance. Sugar Bonds. Uh oh. Yeah, we remember you, motorcycle man. Put some hot sauce on it. Yep. Thank you. 
Come, come. It says, he who smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> I'll say. Yep. That's what you get, oh, monkey. Nazi monkey. That's what I say. That's what you get, monkey. Ah, ah, ah. She's in here. She's in here. Tattletail. Now, did we miss the did I, did I miss the part where we see the Star Wars? Oh yeah, the R two D two and C three PO. Or is that more when the snakes thing? I don't remember. I think it is during the snake scene. That's a good question, though. I should know this, but because while I missed it when in theaters when it originally came out, I made up for it since then.
for a good time call Cleopatra. Eight six seven five three zero nine. There's your journal. You got it. He's got your journal. Oh yeah. Write little notes in it. Mm-hmm. Story ideas. Yep. Temple of Doom <laughs> asked last something. I don't know what it needed to be. Almost, almost.
Heil Hitler. Mm -hmm. The guy from uh, the Avenger, the Avenger movie reminds me of. Oh yeah. The character kind of reminds me a little, a little bit, not a, not a lot, but almost like it's a. Yeah. Working on a coal mine. When you went to Disneyland, you rode the uh, Harris, the uh, Indiana Jones ride, right? I did, but this last time I was at, you know, I was at Disney World, and there, that's still shut down. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why does the floor move? Torch. Classic line coming up. Nope, not me. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Osps. Very dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, it's got a little lowest lane qualities there. She does.
<laughs> She's like, huh. I bet you Look would. That. I bet you would. Would you like a Tom Collins? <laughs> Grandma Watson would approve. <laughs> I'm peeking. Is that homage to Amy Irvin? <laughs> and Stephen Washington? Ugh. Ugh. So there is a plexiglass partition between Ford and the Cobra. I remember, I remember hearing that. Yep. I remember like that. I think I saw this with my mom. My mama hates snakes too. Remember that just totally. Yeah. Freaked her out. Yep. But I don't like it either. I thought that was that was more scarier than the I think it's a good time to talk about Cobra Kai. <laughs> How about some kerosene snakes? Burn in hell. Enjoy your mineral water. Looks like he's behind a baby grand piano. <laughs> I just think he's going to start to play. Yeah, it starts playing. Great balls of fire. <laughs> just the way it is, the way his approach from the other. Yeah, he and Solid do. Heart and soul.
Come on, feel the burn. You can do it. Throw it on the snakes. Just let her know I'm not, it's not going to fit me. Oh, dude, I just, I just looked this up. I, Indiana Jones 5 to begin filming in the UK next week. Oh, wow. There you go. So we got Firestarter to start starting to film in Canada, and then we got Indiana Jones Five. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> Sting my coot. Oh, we're out, I missed it right at twelve, but. It's 12-12, so Midnight Movie Snack Podcast. Midnight. I keep looking for uh, C-3PNR2. I think I read something on those when he opens up the. Yeah, we might have missed it already. Yeah, don't touch it. Harrison Ford built that crate with his own hands. Do you really? No, I'm just joking. Well, he, I mean, he, he, he worked as a carpenter, didn't he? So yeah. it's not surprising if he did. The best part of waking up is better walking your cup. Mach schnell. 
No. But I want the girl. I want her. Oh, wow. No, that's right, says he did. Yeah, it was when he moved when they when they moved the top off the thing it was to the left. Ah. Yeah, yeah. We just have to rewind and go back to it. It's pretty cool. I kind of I couldn't like do stuff like that. Apparently, Karen Allen is not a fan of snakes either. And uh, Spielberg apparently threw a dead one on her during filming. What was the purpose? Well, they'd been filming these scenes for about three days. And apparently she just had kind of gotten used to the snakes and wasn't wasn't showing the level of excitedness or fear. So one of the snakes had died, so Spielberg threw it up, threw it on her, got her, got her fired up. Magically, the snakes have all disappeared. (laughs) 
Well, that's convenient. Very convenient. Look how close they were to getting into there. I know. If they had just pushed on that rock, they would have been right through another wall for it. Oh, uh, yeah, another iconic great scene. Mm -hmm. Oh. You go, girl. Just music. Just give you a little hint of it then. Uh.
Yikes. It was okay. It's just Nazi blood. That's right. Run, Marion, run. Jawohl. smoke. What truck? Another great action sequence. Love that line. I guess to ride a horse. I mean, they did everything. So yeah, that that the guy that the guy who uh, got killed by the by the blades, the airplane. He's Pat Pat Roach. He was a professional wrestler, but he's an English guy, and uh, he had worked. He had done, he had been, he was in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Clash of the Titans, Never Say Never Again, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, Conan Destroyer, Red Sonia, 
Willow, Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. So he makes a uh, and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. So there we oh, go. Wow. Yeah. So even though he gets even though he gets killed in this movie, he still makes two more appearances in the Indiana Jones trilogy. <laughs> Just kept coming back. Kept coming back for more. It's like like a like a cat. How many lives does he have? Unfortunately, he passed away back in, I think, 2004 or five, something like no. that. So he cannot come back uh, on the next ones. But big part of a small part, but it's a big moment. And Crocodile Dundee. What's he doing? Mm. 
it been a lot easier there if you just would have pushed him out the door, the side door. But of course, that makes better theater. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What a woman. Can you tell me that one more? Can you give me that one more time about who, what was for who? I tell you what, I'd never forget it for the rest of my life. Like he was moved. I love how he, he's like, oh. <laughs> Gets me every time. It's funny. He got shot in the arm, too.
the mileage. <laughs> Love that line. I say that sometimes. My kids don't get the reference, but they'll be like, Dad, you're so old. It's like, it's not the years, it's the mileage. Here. I got, I got punched in the face a few times, so yeah. Okay, he wouldn't just do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he Not is believable. <laughs> he is 40. <laughs> to his credit, though, he has been through quite a bit. <laughs> You will about three movies from now. So one of these rats, the one that gets kind of the close up, that rat is actually deaf. That one right there. And Spielberg liked it because of the way it was like moving its head. And he thought, yeah, well, let's shoot this because it looks like the, the arc is having an effect on it in some way. Love that burn the swastika away. Evil swastika. That's right. Human traffic. That's right, yeah.
Saw a photo of Karen Allen from uh, 2017. She's 69, um, but this photo from 2017, I gotta say, she looks great. Ten so this is the part I was telling you about in the comic book. He actually gets to the top of the uh, submarine and it starts to submerge, and so he like goes for the periscope. Yeah, I think I need a I need a new outfit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Looks like it could be a film location for Star Wars. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Oh, there's the fly. Goes into his mouth. Kept right on acting. Supposedly it flew back out, but they cut they they the editor or whatever. Yeah. Cut that where it didn't appear to be that way. So <laughs> it's a practical joke. Pretty good. But yeah, that and that. Okay. I'm a bluff. I only had two pair. See, that's not biblically accurate. Should have killed them when they touched it. Mm -hmm. The high priest could touch it. It's filled with Skittles. 
Taste the rainbow. Oh. Taste the wrath of God. <laughs> I just touched the Ten Commandments. He's laughing now, Nazis. That's right. Whatever you do, don't look. So this sequence here, the special effects, um, it's pretty interesting. Um, we're going to see this ghostly angel come out of this thing at one point. That angel was actually the, the performer, the actress that played it is actually was a Lucasfilm uh, office admin they basically did her up makeup costume and shot her against a blue screen i'll show you what i'm talking about in a second This face, yeah. That face right there. Yeah. <laughs> so this stuff nearly got the movie in our rating. Um, especially what happens to Belloc. They had to add more flames. <laughs> right here. Yeah, they had to add more yeah. flames because otherwise that would have gotten him an R. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like going, that's what Dylan was like. Oh, I didn't, that didn't. Yeah. Very tame by today's standards. I love, though, that they have marketed a, a clock of the German with the glasses tote that when you light it, it melts like his face did in the movie. That's pretty good. That was a very clever idea. Wake up, honey. We're at grandma's. We're not in Kansas anymore. Are the bad Germans gone? Yes. They went back oh. to where they belong. Can we keep it? I wonder where that was filmed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wellington. 
on your left is Captain America. <laughs> That'd be a great thing. It's like Captain America Priest. Like he did that run before before he met Falcon. That's right. On your left. Well, I guess I could say that, but I guess Captain America won exactly. He won. Play for me, yeah. They, um, yeah. They added this scene after production as post production. They came back, shot this scene in San Francisco. Because they realized they didn't really have a scene that clo- had closure between them. And so they went back and added this scene. I remember as a kid, I was fascinated by how how big that warehouse was. And yeah. like, what else is in there? Yeah. Well, as we know, it, this same warehouse made an appearance in um, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It turns out it was actually Area, area 51. We see the Ark again in that movie, just briefly. Dun, 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 dun. John Williams did an adequate job here, I guess. <laughs> There's the romantic, the love. Yep. Even though I really didn't like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, um, I was glad they brought Marion back. Yeah, it was still enjoyable. I, I liked it. I mean, yeah, there are parts of it I enjoy, but there are also parts of it I find incredibly stupid. <laughs> I will be interested to see this next one, how it plays out. I mean, I love Harrison Ford. Don't get me wrong, but just like, yeah, I'd have been. Might be time to pass pass the uh, hat and the bullwhip. Yeah, so. I'd have been. I'd have been fine with that. Um, and I'm. And I'm. Yeah, I'm usually one that would be. You say no, just keep the originals. Don't. Yeah. Well, I kind of liken it. I mean, it's. One could argue that Indiana Jones is kind of like 
could potentially be like a James Bond where, you know, you change the actor every few years. Um, another name I heard thrown about was Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he has to look too. He's got, he's got, he, he has that. It's a good tan. It's got that. I think, I think Chris would be, I would go with Chris over. I love Bradley. Don't get me wrong, but I think Chris could really pull off the ruggedness. I mean, I know Bradley Cooper, I think about, uh, he was great in the A-team when he played face. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I could see either of them doing it, but. but I think about his look in uh, Hangover, but he's got, yeah, you know, I mean, he's yeah. He can he can do he can do funny and he can do. He was great. And what's that? What's that movie where he takes the pill? Oh, Limitless. I love that. I love that. It's a great movie. Yeah. But yeah, I'd be happy with either of them. Yeah, first mechanic, Pat Roach. There he is. The pilot was Frank Marshall. That's also the producer. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Get a little. Get a little screen time. The London, the London Symphony Orchestra. France, Tunisia, Hawaii, and EMI L Street Studios, England. I I tried counting earlier this week how many times i've seen raiders of the lost ark and i couldn't keep count like i i was like well i think it's you know 14 times but i actually think it's more than that because making up for the fact i didn't get to see it in the theaters um i watched it many many times when it was on cable and then um i had it on vhs and then i got it on dvd um, and it's one of those films that if it's on TV for any reason, um, I stop what I'm doing and I watch it. So even if I'm like, you know, 10 minutes from the end, uh, I'm still going to watch it. So, um, <laughs> for all that time, I didn't get to see it. I feel like I've more than made up for it. Made up for it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Really high on like, on the top 250 movies i think it's like 13 or something and uh i believe it i am db there was a there was a ranking i'm like actually i think it was like ranked like number 13 or something it's yeah sounds about right in 2012 Disney acquired Lucasfilm and with that deal acquired ownership of Indiana Jones. The following year, Disney purchased the distribution and marketing rights to future Indiana Jones films from Paramount Pictures, although Paramount would keep the distribution rights for the first four films and receive financial participation from any future films. Speaking of future films, Disney announced a fifth Indiana Jones film directed by James Mangold, produced by Steven Spielberg, and starring the one and only Harrison Ford. Filming is scheduled to begin this month, June 2021, as Raiders enjoys its 40th anniversary. Thanks for joining us in our movie commentary of Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
For more information about the movies we watch and to find out more about upcoming episodes, follow us on Instagram at the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, please like us and follow us on your podcast service of choice. Support for the Midnight Movie Snack Podcast comes from monthly donations made by listeners like you. Help us continue to make episodes about the movies we all love by supporting us today. You'll find the link in the episode's show notes. Until next time, thanks for listening.